Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, I want to tell you about the lab. If you haven't heard, it is wellness. Anywhere you go, you could listen to it like a podcast. Um, they're basically live Zoom classes, but you could listen to them on a run, or you could turn the camera on and engage with them. We have a thriving community of like-minded people trying to live better lives, and it's been amazing. Not only do we have the foundational classes like codependency and and, uh, ch- and trauma and relationships and all that, but we also have a lot of fun classes because it's so hard to make friends as adults, right? So we have tarot card readings, we have soul shower, we have astrology readings. Uh, we're turning wellness into a lifestyle. We're also uh, going to run a retreat soon. So come and hang out with us. Come ride with us. Go to the website to get into uh, the lab and then go download the app. We have a brand new app out with tons of audio. I'm going to give you a discount code um, and this is for a limited time. So if you're listening to this, you could join the lab for only $20. It's like a drop-in fee. For three months, it's $20 a month. Go to tatlab.app. That's tatlab.app. And the discount code is live better. It's case sensitive. So all lowercase, one word, live better. And I will see you in the lab. So I get a lot of questions and they come from everywhere. DMs, emails, um, you know, Facebook messages, all of that. And I wanted to try something a little different. Um, instead of me reading your question, I thought it would be cool if you read your own question in your own words and then I could answer them directly on my podcast. So if you have a question, let's try this. Download Voxer. That's with the V as in Victor. Voxer. It's an app. And find me. I'm easy to find. The Angry Therapist is my username. And send me your question. Uh, whatever question you have, uh, your situation. Um, but you have to know that it's going to be on this podcast if I choose that question. And I will play your question and I will answer it. So let's try that. I think it'll be fun to hear other people's voices, not just mine. Speaking of questions, this episode is going to be me answering your questions, and uh, it's another way to catch up and to help as many as I can. So I've got a few questions in front of me, and let's see how many we can get through. All right, the first question, um, would you still be attracted to slash be in love with your wife? Is she gained 100 pounds? Uh, I guess that's a typo, is she gained 100 pounds. Okay, so no, I, I wouldn't. Now, I'm being honest, but at the same time, let me explain. Um, I would choose to love her, um, but my attraction would fade, and it wouldn't be just the weight, right? Because uh, it's it's easy to think that that's a shallow um, reply, but it's and it depends on what the person is going through, but it's the uh, not taking care of oneself, right? That's what's not attractive. It isn't necessarily the 100 pounds. 
um, a lot of people get into relationships and, you know, when we're single, it's all about, uh, you know, abs and taking care of ourselves and, you know, getting in shape and trying to look good and feel feeling good about ourselves. Many of us, when we get into a relationship, we uh, let that shit go, right? Suddenly we're in sweats and, you know, maybe it happens over a stretch of time. It's not just like you <laughs> you get together with someone and then the next weekend you show up and, you know, you're, you're now, um, now you look completely different. Although I know that happens a lot with uh, catfishing these days. But it, over time, uh, comfort, you know, um, and now that you're in a relationship, you, 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 you may uh, spend less time on yourself or um, you care less about uh, what you look like or, or whatever, right? And this isn't everyone. This is just uh, some people. And when that happens, um, we start letting ourselves go, right? And in a way, it's false advertising because... We have a responsibility in a relationship to take care of ourselves, to continue to work on ourselves, whether we're talking about, you know, mental well-being or our bodies. Um, if you stop all that because you're in a relationship, uh, yeah, that's that may not be what your partner signed up for, right? So it, it also, it kills the relationship in that, Um, It creates more drift, you know, so like why would you want that to happen now that being said uh, If my partner gained 100 pounds and that's because she's going through a depression because of a a life transition or you know, whatever the reason um, Of course, I would be supportive and I wouldn't um, You know that that's that's not a that's not a uh, letting myself go thing, right? That's a a going through life turbulence and and troubles and all that. And so uh, that would be a sign for me to help support her and ask her what she needs and all of that. So um, it wouldn't be like I'm simply unattracted to someone because they gain weight, right? Because that does sound uh, superficial. We all gain weight. We all lose weight, you know, the up and down. That's just life. Um, Anyway, I think I answered your question. Yeah, uh, the 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 short answer is yes. I would be unattracted, or it would uh, change my attraction, and it wouldn't be just for the because of the weight. It would be because of one not taking care of herself. That said, if the weight was gained because she's going through a depression, if if the weight was gained because she's pregnant, right, or something that is, uh, you know, reasonable, um, that wouldn't uh, impact my attraction at all. So I guess it depends on, um, you know, how the weight was gained and and why and all that. Okay, uh, tips on how to maintain calm when surrounded by toxic family for Thanksgiving? Well, this is a great question, very timely. And I think not just for Thanksgiving, but anytime you go home or spend time with family. So here's what's interesting about family. Uh, I don't think any, I don't think any other people in our lives can trigger us more than family. And this is because, especially, you know, um, mom, the nuclear, right? Mom, dad, sister, uh, who you grew up with. Because what happens is, uh, and it doesn't matter how successful you become, you could be uh, Elon Musk, you could be, you know, uh, running a Fortune 500 company, whatever. When you go back home, 
for the holidays, because of the dynamic with your family, uh, there's a chance you'll snap back into that 15-year-old trying to climb out the window, right? And that just proves, and you know what I'm talking about, that proves the uh, how strong the dynamic is, right? How firmly those tracks have been laid. And that has to do with the relationship. So uh, this is why when you go home, you are so activated because you 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 kind of <laughs> you kind of snap back into who who you were because um, that that dynamic like the black hole like a black hole pulls you in. So what you need to do is be aware of that and don't participate in um, that dynamic. So for example, if you uh, participate in uh, triangles, meaning you know when you grew up and mom had a problem with you or mom had a problem with dad. But she didn't, you know, have the tools to, to, to express that. She would go to you. Or if dad had a problem with mom, he would go to you. Basically, you would be what created a triangle because of your family's um, inability uh, to express themselves, right? Their lack of tools brings you in and suddenly you're the emotional punching bag or whatever. And by participating in that, and I'm sure it, you know may have come from love, meaning you want to be there for whoever is um, expressing to you instead of them going to the source. Um, even though it's coming from love, it sets up this triangle, this dynamic where then they're not able to uh, grow the relationship they have with the other family members. So one, this is just one example, but not participating in that, right? The refusal to be the emotional punching bag or the, the, the middleman or the, the triangle, what I, what I call the kickstand, uh, when you go home is going to force mom to talk to dad or it's going to force dad to talk to mom or, you know, what, whatever they want to do or not do, it's on them. But it's, it's that kind of healthy boundary that's, that's needed um, for people to go on their own journeys, you know, and also for you to not carry um, the weight and then get sucked into that old dynamic. So be aware of your dynamic with each family member and then knowing what you know now and, and having the ability to, to draw boundaries and, and uh, respond instead of react. Notice what is triggering, what is, what is uh, activating you, and then try to pull from you know the, the new improved you, right? Try to pull from uh, not the uh, 15-year-old that's climbing out the window, but the adult that has gone through some shit and knows um, how he or she wants to respond because it's better for, well, it's because it's better for you. Okay, next question. Um, what do you think about, okay, no, here it is. How to heal from coming out of a toxic relationship? Can't stop thinking about them. Okay, this is a really good question. Yes, um, many people leave toxic relationships and they're constantly thinking about their uh, partner, right? Or their ex, and that's normal. It's okay. So first, don't judge that, you know? Because there's logic, like, okay, that relationship was bad for me. Um, he or she was abusive. There's the logical piece. And then there's the feeling. And uh, your feelings are always going to be like the elephant and the logic's going to be the little rider on top and the elephant's going to go where it's going to go. So when you feel 
things like um, love and great moments because even toxic relationships have had magical moments. Well, toxic relationships probably had a lot of hot, steamy, amazing moments, right? Lots of dopamine because of that um, that 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 enmeshment. And so um, when those feelings come up, you're going to feel confused because you're like, oh, that relationship was bad and toxic, but I feel like I want that person back. Be aware of the feelings and know that just because you feel something doesn't mean that it's factual, meaning just because you miss someone doesn't mean that you can uh, build a healthy relationship with that person, right? So I always tell my clients to play back the documentary, not the highlight reel, because these good feelings, they're going to cause you to play back the highlight reel. And then if you play back the highlight reel enough, you may convince yourself to give it another try or that it wasn't as bad or whatever, right? Minimize the toxicity or abuse, um, and then now you're 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 completely uh, uh, you you have something that's distorted and that's not truth. So be be aware of feelings. Don't judge them. Don't be mad at yourself. Uh, you you are human, and then know that those aren't facts. Uh, what what are facts is when you start playing back the documentary, what really happened, and then you remind yourself, oh, this is why it didn't work out. This is why I left. Um, you know, and this is how the relationship or your ex stunted your growth. This is why there was a crack in your life container. So as you play more of that, you will see more clear, if that makes sense. Most people, they just um, play back the highlights and then they have these feelings of dopamine and they, 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 they feel like they want to get back with their partner and then they do things they regret and then that cycle and then, you know, prevents the healing, right? So... It's okay to miss your ex, even if your ex wasn't good for you. Uh, chances are you're going to miss your ex more if your ex wasn't good for you because that um, not, not healthy relationship uh, created a sticky. And it's, um, it's what you miss, right? And so uh, that's okay to know that, but also know that that isn't, going to build anything healthy it's not going to give you a new love experience so i'm not saying that it's easy um but being aware of those things and um not acting on how you feel but making choices because they're smart you know and surround yourself with uh positive friends and get busy get a life and I mean that in a sincere way, meaning build, um, go after what you want to build and start building and focus on you. Um, pick up my book, Sing on Purpose. <laughs> it's all about that. It's all about connecting to yourself. And know that the more that you do, because when you're, when you're single, uh, the, relationship, uh, the relationship soil with you is so rich, uh, you're just going to bring more to the table. And speaking of new love experiences, this is how you get yourself a new love experience. Because many people think, oh, um, when you say give myself a new love experience, you mean choose different people, right? Yes, that could be a part of it, but it's also be different, you know? If you go into something, a different person, a a 2.0 version of yourself, you are already going to give yourself a new love experience because... You're different, right? And you could own that. You have control over that. Now, who you choose can also play a huge factor uh, because you're only going to be 50% of any relationship. Um, but if you have both, 
then chances are you're going to give yourself a new, different love experience. And if you sit in that as you drop into your body, you're going to start to rewire yourself and your body, recondition. And this is when you create new definitions of love, healthy love, and um, what you want. And, and, And then you swim in that and your love buds start to change. And what you used to be attracted to probably will repel you. And now you're attracted to something new and different. Again, easier said than done, but that is the prescription, at least from me. That's the roadmap, and it's also something that um, I have done in my personal life. It's not something that I'm just reading in books uh, or in therapy school. It's something that I personally went through, and that's why I'm such a believer. Anyway, thank you for listening. Keep the questions coming. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.